The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast where I review products, services, experiences, and frankly, whatever, (laughs) in 15 minutes or less. If the full-length podcast is a couture dress, for example, then 15 Minutes of Fab is like a button-down French cuff white shirt paired with leather leggings. If you don't have time to tune into the full-length podcast, then check out 15 Minutes of Fab, just a small dose. Some have considered it truth and beauty or plastic surgery secrets or as a nerdy or academic take on wellness and beauty with a dash of fashion. Consider it what you may. My aim is to engage you as a credible and authoritative voice in most, most, if not all aspects of beauty and wellness with a dash of fashion. That includes products, wellness services, technologies, innovations, new scientific research, and plastic surgery. As the founder of Holistic Plastic Surgery, my approach to beauty is through a lens of wellness that's grounded in science, backed by medical study and research, strengthened by my clinical experience, and bolstered by my surgical training with the use of principles and techniques of plastic surgery. And then there's my love of fashion. Of course, I feel uniquely qualified to talk with you about beauty, wellness, aesthetics, and plastic surgery, as well as products and services within those spaces, not only because of my extensive, and may I add expensive training and expansive background, but also because I'm one of you. Many of the human issues around aging and being being a fierce fab person, as well as an agent for positive change. I live these too, and I try. You're not alone. So together we can help the world become a more beautiful, forever fab place. So if you'll have me and give me at least 15 minutes of your time, let's get at it. In this new year, I've decided that it will be one of expansion and discovery. So I'll explore all sorts of topics, near and possibly far-fetched, while still focusing on the topics that make the forever fab podcast, well, fabulous, namely fashion, the art of living well or wellness and beauty. As part of my philosophy of holistic plastic surgery, which I created well over probably now 15 years ago, where I believe that beauty emanates from within, wellness plays an integral role in my practice. And this goes for many aspects of life that help you to live in grace and beauty, including nutrition, exercise, product services, technologies, mind, body, spirit, and science. The title of today's episode of 15 Minutes of Fab 
is what's popping? Supplement trends. Now, I know we've discussed supplements in the past in uh, some detail, um, and it was quite sort of like a, a big conversation about what's this, what's that, what is this ingredient good for? But today, I think I'm just going to summarize for you what I read are the exploding trends in the supplement space. And much of this information that I'm going to talk to you about is from the explodingtopics.com blog. So here we go. Now, according to this blog, explodingtopics.com, 58% of U.S. adults take supplements. And on top of that, according to Statista, the average amount of money spent on each purchase of supplements is $96.49. It's almost $100. That's a lot. And if, for example, each supplement bottle lasts you about 30 days, that's basically every month you're spending about $100 on your supplements every single month times 12 months if you are committed. So today I'll summarize what's popping in that space regarding the current supplement market so you can decide whether or not it's worth it for you and whether or not you want to either start or continue your habit. I'm a pill popper, personally. I don't enjoy it. I, I don't enjoy swallowing pills, especially the big ones, the little ones. Ah, not bad, but the big ones, oh my gosh. But I do it because I think the supplements will help give me what I need um, and what my relatively healthy diet will not provide me. So stress, you know, hormonal changes, soil content, all the things that are going on in this world, I don't think my the way that I eat or my diet necessarily gives me everything that I need to, you know, function at a higher level. Obviously, I function quite well, thank you very much, but I'm always looking to improve. And on the, you know, on, in the interest of longevity, who knows, you know, what my telomere length is and how long I will live, but I'm just trying to do it better and better every single day. So again, according to explodingtopics.com, from which most of the information for today's 15 minutes of fab is based on, quote, the dietary supplement space was estimated to be worth 163.9 billion, billion with a B in 2022. One industry study forecasted that this number will rise as high as 327.4 billion with a B by 2030. Some of this growth will come from established supplement categories like multivitamins, vitamin D, and whey protein powder, end quote. But what is exciting, at least from my perspective, is that some of this growth in this marketplace will come from, quote, entirely new product categories. I find that to be very interesting because for someone who doesn't love taking pills, like give me something else so that I can, you know, round out my nutrition. Some of the more established categories that are established in this space include some of the supplements that I take, including turmeric as an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and mushroom extract to help support my immune system, right? We've discussed in a previous episode of 15 Minutes of Fab that you can't really, <clears throat> excuse me, boost or like increase your immunity, uh, but you can certainly support it and um, help your body to do what it needs to do. A couple of others uh, that saw an increase in interest and revenue. A couple of other sort of product categories are gummies, Irish moss, and mushroom coffee. Now, the mushroom coffee thing was new to me, so I'll tell you a little bit about that. 
But gummies have gained a lot of interest, right, in the form of either weight management gummies or sleep gummies. For example, for weight control, the active ingredients in the gummies are typically one or a combination of these ingredients, apple cider vinegar, beetroot juice, vitamin B12, pomegranate juice, Garcinia cambogia is a popular one. Green tea extract is another popular one. And green coffee bean extract. For sleep, the gummies usually contain melatonin and or magnesium, one or the other, or a combination of both. Now, Irish moss is actually a type of seaweed, and it's harvested in, you know, northeastern United States in New England. According to WebMD, it is vegan, and it's a vegan, gluten-free source of a number of nutrients, including vitamin B2, calcium, magnesium, and zinc. It's also commonly used as a supplement to aid in digestion and fertility, because if memory serves me, Irish moss is a source of carrageenan, and carrageenan is sort of like a, you know, gel-like, syrupy-like thickening agent that's used in cosmetics and in food. However, despite Kim Kardashian popularizing Irish moss among the social media set, because I think she may have made like a smoothie with it, uh, you know, sea moss can have negative effects such as stomach ulcers and intestinal inflammation. So again, as with all supplements, not every one is for everyone. And it's always important to consult with your physician or other trusted health and wellness provider to make sure that you are a candidate for whatever supplement you're thinking of taking and that it will be helpful to you and not harmful or toxic, even worse. Now, as for mushroom coffee, uh, the preparation typically uses powdered ground mushrooms and sourced from a number of mushroom sources, whether it's lion's mane, cordyceps, reishi, um, or shaga, or a combination of those. Then you take that mushroom, ground powdered mushroom, powder or extract, and then you mix it with regular coffee. And it could be like your regular fabulous high-end gourmet artisanal coffee, or it could just be instant coffee, right? And supposedly this combination, this concoction tastes just like regular coffee. Now that doesn't appeal to me because I don't enjoy coffee. I don't drink coffee. I get my caffeine from other sources (laughs) with a lot of sugar from Starbucks. Bad, bad, bad. Anyway, according to uh, clevelandclinic.org, mushroom coffee also has less caffeine than regular coffee, if that's something that is valuable to you, and has been claimed to have a number of the following benefits. And this is from clevelandclinic.org. Mushroom coffee may help you sleep better, reduces stress, reduces inflammation, strengthens your immune system, supports your memory, increases your energy levels, relaxes sore muscles, and helps you regulate blood sugar. That all sounds amazing, but there's little scientific research to support these claims. So proceed with caution. And speaking of proceeding, onward, onward to supplement trend number two. And this trend states that there will be an increase in collagen supplements. Now that's very interesting. ExplodingTrends.com states, quote, most people take collagen to help improve skin, hair, and joint health. However, approximately 15% of all collagen is used in cosmetics, end quote. Did you know that? Generally, the collagen in your supplement may be derived from either fish or cow. Um, Are there any benefits to ingesting fish or cow collagen? Well, I take collagen myself. At first, I must admit, I didn't believe in it. Right? After all, how can my body use a collagen that may not be 
the same collagen I was born with? What is my body, human collagen, going to do with cow collagen, right, or fish collagen? And okay, so I eat a lot of fish, and yes, occasionally I have some meat, but that's like different. That's like the muscle of the beasts, right? Not the collagen or the bones or the ligaments, or maybe. So who knows? And even if my body could use the fish or the cow collagen, wouldn't that collagen be degraded in my stomach with all the stomach acids, what's called the first pass effect? I have to admit, though, after taking collagen for a couple of months, I noticed less joint aches and smoother skin. <laughs> so that's my experience, right? That's my experience. And there also are studies that claim that these sources of collagen are helpful um, in a number of uh, medical conditions. So I think there's more to come on the collagen story. The next trending supplement trend is pet supplements. Oh my gosh. Now this, I'm a fan. I'm a total fan. I have two dogs. Bijou is a multi-poo and Onyx is a black Russian terrier. Yes, I named my dogs after jewelry. <laughs> I have put my dogs on supplements too. I firmly believe that the probiotics have helped them with refreshing breath. Like my dogs don't have dog breath. And I also have them on sea kelp and fish oils. And I think both of those help to keep their coats shiny and healthy. I'm all about the pet supplements. All about it. Another supplement trend according to ExplodingTrends.com is the rise of vegan supplements. Now, this blog states that, quote, approximately 5 to 8% of Americans follow some form of vegetarian or vegan diet, end quote. And to meet the needs of the subset of the population or the subset of buyers, manufacturers are creating vegan or vegetarian preparations. Now, vegan supplements obviously would not be sourced from animals. Um, and for example, vegan collagen would be derived from a plant. Um, I haven't been to, I haven't scoured the aisles of my uh, favorite nutritional supplement store of late, but I have not yet seen a plant-based collagen source, but it would be very interesting uh, to, to know that one exists. Now, there are just a few rising, these are just a few rising trends in the supplement space. I just mentioned a few of them. I'm sure there are many more, but what about you? Do you take any supplements? Do you take vitamins? And if you do, what form is more palatable for you? Pill, liquid, powder, bar, food? <laughs> Are there any gaps or deficiencies in your nutrition where you could use supplementation? So while I'm not saying an absolute no, I'm also not saying an absolute yes. Just remember, if you are going to supplement, please seek the counsel of your physician or other trusted health and wellness provider. Also note that you should purchase the best, the best product for your budget. Supplements can be adulterated, even if they're expensive, or they can come from impure or contaminated sources and places without standards or protocols for health and safety. According to the Inside Tracker blog, there are ways to help ensure that your supplements are safe, at least to the best of what knowledge is and resources are available out there. You can buy supplements from a rep reputable source. Look for a third-party verification either on the bottle or online. Buy organic herbal supplements. Choose single-ingredient supplements. Only take a supplement for the recommended length of time. 
I remember going to um, the doctor for a checkup and I had been like a super supplement taker, super committed at the time and probably went over the time that I needed to be on it. I was just like, yeah, 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 just take these in perpetuity. And you don't necessarily have to take, you know, vitamins and supplements in perpetuity only for the period of time that your body needs it and to correct the deficiency if you've gone so far as to get blood tested to figure out that you have a deficiency. So anyway, went to the doctor, she drew the blood, then I went for my follow-up and my vitamin B levels, for example, I'm a huge fan of vi vitamin B, were through the roof. It was like one, over, <laughs> over 1,800 or something. And that is clearly way too much. So obviously I had to stop. Um, so yeah, only take a supplement for the recommended length of time. Store supplements in the appropriate environment, right? Some of them need to be in cool, dark places as opposed to, you know, in, in certain colored glass bottles or whatever. Um, and others, I guess you can just leave them out at room temperature, but it's important to read the label and store your supplements in the appropriate environment so that they don't degrade and uh, cause problems. Uh, begin only one new supplement at a time. I'm not good at this. I keep, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, 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 I need this, I need that, and I feel great with this, so I'll start two or three or even four at the same time, but I wouldn't recommend that um, because you don't really know which supplement is going to help you best if you take all of them at the same time. So you may just want to do one at a time and see how that goes and then maybe introduce the next and then wait and then the next. And lastly, stop taking the supplement if you experience adverse effects. And if you do experience adverse effects, report them, right? Report them for the benefit of others and report them so that the appropriate authorities can get back to the manufacturer and, you know, give them a scolding well, or maybe just, you know, a tap on the hand. Who knows? <laughs> so here's to your health, wellness, and beauty. This concludes this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast. As always. Stay beautiful and forever fabulous inside and out. As always, if you love this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast and you want more, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and maybe even private access to my clubhouse by visiting patreon.com slash foreverfab. If you're a founder or you represent a beauty brand and you want to be featured on an episode of the Forever Fab podcast segment of 15 Minutes of Fab, send me some stuff. Visit foreverfabpodcast.com and fill out the contact form. For general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, visit elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter or just give us a call. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, beauty and wellness questions on the go. That's click C-L-I-C-K-Lift.com. It's time for the elevated house call. JetSet Beauty RX offers beauty on-call services near your home or other domicile, delivering beauty in the privacy of a medically equipped mobile aesthetics unit. Reserve your appointment at JetSetBeautyRx.com.
Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.